Hey there, future fans. This week, our deja vu has clean language, our cities go mobile, and the web gets a little crowded. This is the week of December 14th, 2018, and this is episode 114 of Future Flicks with Billiam. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I am back. That is right. Uh, the The surgery I had, which some of you may know I, I had surgery, was very poor timing overall for the network. Just because Snarf Chris took some time off, I had the surgery. So the network had no new shows for a couple of weeks there. But now we are all back and it is all better because we are back and better than ever. Let me just give you a brief rundown of what happened to me. So back in June, I had an accident at work that resulted in two torn tendons in my uh, in my shoulder and another tear somewhere in the rotator cuff. So altogether, I had three things that needed to be taken care of. I got that taken care of and I honestly thought I'd be able to do an episode that week because I'm like, oh, it's just my shoulder, right? Just Just my shoulder. It's not like they're working on my vocal cords or anything. Well, it took me quite a few days to feel okay again. And that's not just because of all the medication I was on. I was on a a regimen of two different pain medications, an anti-nausea medication, and and an antibiotic. So I was a little loopy. And also, the week after that, I tried to record. I, I did. There's an episode that I only got to... God, I think the new I think I passed the news and got into the trailer show before I quit because I had to be um, intubated for this uh, for this surgery and they f-ed up my throat something bad because for a couple days I was coughing up blood and then when I sat down and tried to talk into a microphone nonstop because usually you know I'm talking and it's a two-sided conversation so we're talking back and forth and there's time for me to pause and so I didn't realize that there was still damage done so last week when I tried to record I could get maybe a minute done before I started coughing and dying. But now I'm happy to say that my voice is almost all better. I I still sound a little weird. At least I think I do. But I am able to record. My sling does not uh, keep me from that. I can record and edit an episode with one hand. Yay. So, So let's do this. So if you're new, let me tell you what it is I do here. So let me get into the opening housekeeping. You are listening to Future Flicks with Billiam. You can then imply, and you'd be correct, that I am Billiam, I'm your host here. On this show, we do a few things. We always start out with the news, any new movie news that that has happened or caught my eye since the last episode. Then we talk about any new movie trailers that have dropped. And then we talk about all the movies that are coming out during the week, which are broken up into two categories. The first category is limited releases, just like indie films that are coming out but didn't do enough to wow me. And so I don't say much about it. I just say who's in it and what it's about, and then we move on. Sometimes I'll make a comment here or there, but usually it's it's not much. Then we go into the wide releases and interesting indies. And that is, yes, of course, for the wide releases and those indies that did catch my eye. So for these, I will tell you what it's about and who's in it. And then I will give my thoughts on it. And then I will give it a score, which I call the Billiams Interest Level Score, a.k.a. 
the Bills score. That can go anywhere from a 0 for the really, really bad movies to an 11 for those movies that turn it up that extra notch. We then wrap it all up with a question of the week, and then I send you along your way to listen to all the other great shows in the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network and... That is it. That is what I'm about here. So let me tell you how to reach me and also how to listen to the show. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast app. You can also find me on the Somewhat Nerdy website. That's somewhatnerdy.com. You can find me on the Somewhat Nerdy Facebook page, but the Facebook page will just link you to the website. Also on the Somewhat Nerdy website, we do blogs and other things. I, I have a weekly, which... I try to make it weekly, and I'm going to start that up again, a weekly book blog. I already posted a new one uh, on Ernest Klein's Armada, which was his follow-up. Not a sequel, but just the next book after Ready Player One. But anyway, you can find all of our blogs on the website. And then how do you reach me? Well, you can leave a comment on SoundCloud or on the Facebook page or on the website. You can hit me up via email. That's billiamreviews at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Twitter and Instagram. That's at billiamswn. And I think that's it. I think I've covered everything. Well, we, we are now done with the introduction and the housekeeping. So let us step into the first segment of the show, which, as always, is the news. This just in from Hollywood, the news. Well, our first story it comes to us from Metro Entertainment. The Men in Black reboot has been given its official title, and it is called Men in Black International. This does make sense, as reportedly they've been shooting in places outside of the U.S. like London, Morocco, and Italy. This is the uh, reboot, so not a remake. This is the reboot directed by F. Gary Gary and stars um, Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth. This is set for a June 2019 release date. In a story that comes to us from io9, another actor has been added to the next Bond film. That is Rami Malek. Rami Malek is going to play the film's villain. Though it is reported that he may pass if he can't work out a way to film both this and the final season of Mr. Robot. He will dedicate his time to the show that really put him on the map. And I understand that. I would love to see him in Bond 25, and I really hope they can make uh, they can find a way to make this happen. But I like the fact that he is still remembering that this show helped make him, and he's not, you know, he's not suddenly too big for his britches. He's like, well, if I can't do both, I will still film the final season of my show. Uh, Leah Sado will be returning as Madeline Swan, her character from Spectre, and reportedly they're looking for two other female characters, uh, an MI6 agent who will work with Bond, and a mystery woman. And finally in the news, have you seen the terrifying silhouette of Sonic the Hedgehog. So this is for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie that was coming out in, I had to look it up, November 2019. Well, uh, a kind of a teaser not a full teaser but just a shot of this blue line flying around and then a silhouette of sonic and it looks disgusting like some sort of dirty furry thing like honest to god this kind of looks like some rule 34 sonic the hedgehog porn sh it is really gross because you see sonic with his typical sonic head that part looks fine but then you get to the body and it's just like adult man looking body and it is gross 
And if it if Sonic looks anything even similar to the silhouette in the movie, this is going to be every furry's wet dream. And I know I always get really disgusted when anything involving furries comes out, but that that's just because for years I would go to anime conventions and we always knew it was time to leave the convention and go back to our, our, our hotel rooms at certain times of night when the furries would start to come out because they would all come out in their full-on like huge suits and everything. And it, it was gross. And I think this is just further proof that Sonic belongs in the 90s. Like the, the original games and the first cartoon and the first um, first Sega Dreamcast game, that was pretty good. But besides that, no, Sonic should be forgotten and left alone. It is a dead, truly dead franchise. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the news. Let us step into everyone's favorite segment, which is the trailer trove. Avast, and welcome to the Trailer Troll. All right, you know, uh, usually I tease it a bit and I, I talk about it at the end, but let's talk about the big one. Let's talk about Avengers Endgame. And if you think about it, this is a brilliant, brilliant trailer that they released because it doesn't really tell you anything. It doesn't really tell you what the movie's going to fully be about. We know that they're going to try and fix what Thanos did. We know that. But it really doesn't tell you more. We see Tony Stark adrift. I assume Nebula is with him. I assume somewhere in there. Just because Stark and Nebula were the only ones who survived that planet. Uh, but yeah, the, the trailer doesn't show us anything we didn't already know, but it was still cool. It's still cool to see something, to just know and, and to get this reminder that the movie is on its way, that we are going to see it. Because remember, when we last left Scott Lang, he was trapped, you know, be, being really tiny. He's really, really tiny. And everyone else had disappeared, thanks to Thanos. So somehow he got out. Because you see him show up to Avengers headquarters and just said, and, and I agree that it it could very well be Luis that saves the day, at least for Ant-Man, that Luis shows up just because he, we have to see him in the movie. He was the best part of both of the Ant-Man movies. So what better way to save Scott than to have, than, than to have Luis do it? That'd be great. Well, actually, it did show us something we didn't know uh, that a lot of people assumed is that when we saw Hawkeye again, he would be Ronin instead of Hawkeye. So that was kind of confirmed, though. I don't actually know if they're going to use the Ronin name or if it's just going to be a nod going, oh, yeah, we know, you know, but we're still going to call him Hawkeye. I'm not going to say more about that trailer just because there's not enough to speculate on right now. Any of the speculations I've already done in previous episodes. And so if you're curious, you know, just tweet me and, I, and I'll tell you what I think, what I think is going to happen in this movie. But as far as this trailer goes, it was good. It did just enough to whet my appetite and get me excited. And now I'm just waiting for the next one and the next one until the movie comes out. That movie will come out. Uh, let's see. April 26th, 2019. And next up is a movie that I'm almost as excited for. And that's something that I had no idea was even coming out. This is James Gunn's latest project. And this is a film called Brightburn. This is kind of a, a superhero horror. So this, this trailer starts out kind of mirroring the, um, the Man of Steel trailer. So this film is about two parents. They, they live on this farm or parents to uh, a husband and wife. They live on this farm. Can't have a kid. One day, this alien pod crash lands in their in their field with this baby who then they adopt. But instead of becoming like a Superman type thing, this this trailer heavily implies that he becomes some sort of monster and his powers seem very similar to Superman. So this kind of almost seems like 
a an answer to Red Sun. Like if you remember Red Sun, it was that it was that short comic book series about what if Superman crash landed in Russia instead of America. Well, this is is kind of like what if Superman did crash land in America but became a killer instead. Check out the trailer. It looks really good. This stars Elizabeth Banks and I am really excited. This looks quite good. This comes out May 24th, 2019. Next up in the trove is another very, very exciting movie. And that is the next Godzilla movie that is called Godzilla King of Monsters. This is the sequel starring Millie Bobby Brown, Vera Farmiga, Sally Hawkins, Kyle Chandler, Charles Dance, Bradley Whitford, Ken Watanabe, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Thomas Middleditch, Anthony Ramos, a, a sh- sh- ton of people. But here, here's the thing. Here is what the trailer made me realize is that I'm glad that they that they're writing a story to it. I'm glad they got good actors for this. And I'm glad they're not just phoning it in. But after watching the trailer, I realized they could have a shitty trailer. They could have a shitty story. Uh, they could have phoned in actors. I just want to see these big ass monsters fight that's all i want to see and anything revolving a good story and good acting is just going to be icing on the cake because the cake is going to watch godzilla take on these motherfuckers that's what i want to see because the trailer shows us um not as much as in the first teaser but this one we see a bit of mothra we see some rodan we see king godira and we see who i think is angriris i think but either way, this looks really cool. This is going to be a CG slugfest, and I am going to love it. This, this is the perfect example of the type of movie that you smuggle alcohol into and get plastered and you love it. That you get a hot dog and some popcorn and some candy. You eat way too much. You drink way too much and you don't regret it until the next morning because you're living in the moment you're watching this this amazing kaiju battle and what's not to love because if, if you've watched any of the old godzilla movies you know that there was a point in the uh in all the in the movie story arc where story kind of you know, didn't matter as much. And they just started having more and more battles. And that was great because each movie be someone different. First was Mothra. Mothra's introduced as a bad guy, then became a good guy. Then they had Rodan and then they had Mechagodzilla. Hopefully we'll see some quarter, some sort of hint towards Mechagodzilla. Wouldn't that be badass? This film is going to be badass. I cannot wait for May 31st, 2019 for this to come out and then after that, I cannot wait for May 22nd, 2020 for Godzilla versus Kong. These aren't going to be movies you love because they're good. These are movies you're going to love because they are f***ing awesome. And I cannot wait. Well, my future fans, that is what has caught my eye over the last week. And as always, if I've missed something, let me know. Maybe I missed it on purpose. Maybe I didn't. So if I did miss something... Hit me up. I'll mention it on the next episode. But let us step into our first break, which brings us a word from our friends at Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Stay tuned. Imagine yourself on a journey with the Somewhat Nerdy Radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, 
constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast, the bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. All right, and we're back. We are back with the movies. We have, um, it's actually a short movie week this week. So let us just get into the wide releases, or I'm sorry, the limited releases with a movie called Backtrace. McDonald is the only survivor of a bank job gone wrong. Problem is, he gets shot and loses his memory. A group of criminals break him out of jail in order to give him an experimental memory drug in order to find out what happened to the money. Where is the money? And was there anyone else in on the job? Those are the questions that must be answered before either the criminals or Detective Sykes can catch up with them before they can get away. The stars Sylvester Stallone from Rocky, Ryan Guzman from Everybody Wants Some, and Matthew Modine from Stranger Things. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, if this ever makes it to streaming, check it out. I mean, it could be fun. The trailer just didn't do enough to wow me. It looks just like a basic straight-to-DVD movie. That is actually getting a limited release. So, well, there you go. If you're a huge Sly fan, then look for this. If not, skip it. Next up in the limited section is a movie called Capernaum. While serving a five-year sentence for a violent crime, a 12-year-old boy sues his parents for neglect. This is a Lebanese movie, so it's going to get a very limited release. And here's another thing about it. Um, That premise is what I got from IMDb. After watching the trailer, I got none of that. I got none of that from the trailer. The only thing that tra- I got from the trailer is that this kid is homeless and is running odd jobs to try and make a living, to try and eat. And there's someone who takes care of him and it could be a parent, but he doesn't. Oh, he stays with him sometimes, but doesn't always. Then I there I knew there was some court case part. So I, I think he was suing his parents. But nowhere in the trailer did it look like he went to jail at all. So this, the trailer was very confusing and it was so poorly done that I cannot recommend this movie to anyone. And the final limited release before we move on to the wide releases is a film called If Beale Street Could Talk. And I want to make it perfectly clear that this, um, this is a limited release. So I will actually discuss this movie in length when it comes out for a full release on the 25th, but I wanted to give it a nod here. So just because I'm not talking about it and giving it a, a full score and just because it's not in the wide release section doesn't mean it's going to be bad. I just don't want to talk about it twice. So limited release, If Beale Street Could Talk. This is about a woman in Harlem who desperately scrambles to prove her fiance innocent of a crime while carrying their first child. This star's relative newcomer, Kiki Lane, also stars St- Stephen James from Race and Regina King from American Crime. And you know what? That is the shortest limited section we've had in a while. Uh, So I'm sorry, it's time for another break where we'll hear a word from our friends at Nerds of the Squared Circle. Then we'll come right back for the wide releases. And then uh, we'll, uh, how about we wrap this up with the question of the week? Stay tuned. Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. Hi, I'm Sam Jericho of SomewhatNerdy.com's Nerds of the Squared Circle. Join me... Starf Chris and the dude with the headband. We talk about wrestling and more wrestling. Do you like wrestling? Yeah. yeah. Then you should listen to our podcast. Do you not like wrestling? You should still listen to our podcast. Someone to read a comms, Nerds in the Squared Circle. Subscribe to us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app today. Nerds in the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. All right, we are back. 
we are back with the wide releases. There are only one, two, three, four of them. This is a very short movie week. Well, the first movie that's coming out this week that is a wide, both a wide release and caught my eye is called Mortal Engines. Thomas Natsworthy is betrayed after doing what he thinks is the right thing. Now, far away from home, his home, the city of London, that is, he must travel with a mysterious girl named Hester Shaw if he hopes to see home again. Along the way, he must avoid other predator cities to keep from being enslaved or killed. Because this takes place in a world where cities are mobile and go around hunting other cities to stay alive. This stars Hera Hilmar from Da Vinci's Demons, Robert Sheehan from Geostorm, Hugo Weaving from The Matrix, Jahay, I think that's how you say it, another one of those one-name people, from Mars, and Stephen Lang from Don't Breathe. If you remember, I've talked about this movie quite a few times. I've talked about this because of the one of the main characters Hester Shaw and my problems with the fact that it's the same thing with Ready Player One that she's supposed to be physically deformed and then they just get some pretty girl and then throw some unfortunate scar on her it's like oh no I, I was really hoping this movie would be brave and make her truly hideous because she's supposed to be so bad looking that the main, it makes the main character sick to his stomach when he sees her for the first time. So that bothers me. But other than that, the, the trailers made it look okay. It made, made it look okay. It looks like this is going to be an entertaining movie. The book wasn't terribly long, so hopefully they won't deviate much. My only concern is that Peter Jackson was an executive producer, and I do not trust him anymore. I think he got really lucky. I think he got lucky with the Frighteners and then with Lord of the Rings trilogy and then The Hobbit was this god-awful mess. They were terrible movies. There are a lot of people that still defend him, saying The Hobbit wasn't his fault, but uh, I, I, I don't know if I can believe that. If like I, I still don't know if I can believe that The, the Hobbit's being shitty films if those weren't his fault at all. Peter Jackson is a big-name director, and I refuse to believe that a company could micromanage him so much that it made the that it ruined the movie. I refuse to believe that. Like if it was some nobody director, I would 100% believe that. I would give that director benefit of the doubt next time. But I refuse to believe that Peter Jackson was so powerless against the micromanaging of all these people that it ruined the movie. But anyway, I'm a fan of the book. I liked it a lot. I want to read the others and I'm looking forward to seeing this movie. Though I, even though it is one that's vis visibly pleasing, that it's a going to be CG Marvel, just seeing the big city of London going around on its you know tank tracks and eating up other cities. I still don't know if I have to see this in theaters because there are two other movies coming out this week. Hell, three other movies. One of them I've seen before. Three other movies that I would rather see. So I think this movie is definitely worth a watch, but really ask yourself if you think it's something you have to see in theaters, if you want to see it. I would totally suggest watching this at home, though. Mortal Engines. It's a 7 out of 11. The next film this week is one that's very familiar to everyone, and that's Deadpool 2. But this time it's referred to as... Once Upon a Deadpool. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to do a full talk about this movie because I highly recommend Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool 1 was a great movie. Deadpool 2 was even better. And if you're not familiar with this one, let me just give you the skinny on why it's being released again. It's being released again because basically they wanted more money. Yes, I, I truly believe that's the only reason. 
I think that's a reason for the studio wanting to do this. For Ryan Reynolds, I think he just wanted to have more fun because here's the thing. This is a PG-13 release of Deadpool, but it's more than that. They didn't just cut out all the swearing and blood. What they did is they grabbed another actor. They got Fred Savage and they recreated the opening of Princess Bride. So basically we have Deadpool who captured Fred Savage, tied him down to a bed just to read him the story of Deadpool 2, but family friendly. This movie boasts that it has 20 plus minutes of new footage. And that is why I'm even going to suggest this movie at all. If it was just a PG-13 re-release, I, I would say skip it and then watch the original Deadpool 2 instead. But I truly believe that enough is being done to this movie to make it worth it. And if you're a huge Deadpool fan, then you have to see this in theaters because how often do we get a re-release of a movie that has new footage added to it and that it also looks good? So this is more than just the re-releases of the original Star Wars trilogy with shitty CG added to it because I swear to God Han shot first and anyone who says otherwise needs a good punch in the mouth. But we have a movie that's being re-released still in the height of its popularity that's now more age-appropriate so more people can see this. And there's new stuff added to it. So even if you've seen it before, even if you can watch rated R movies, there's still going to be something new and awesome to watch. Will I see this in theaters? I, I don't think I will. I, I do not think I will. I love Deadpool, but I if I see a movie in theaters, I would rather watch one of the next two movies. But I will watch this movie. I will own this movie. But as for you, if you want a day out and you want to have some fun, you want to laugh your ass off, this is what you watch. Once Upon a Deadpool gets a 9 out of 11. Next up this week, folks, we have a movie called The Mule. A 90-year-old horticulturist and World War II veteran is caught transporting $3 million worth of cocaine through Michigan for Mexican drug cartels. This stars Clint Eastwood from Francis in the Navy, Bradley Cooper from A Star is Born, Michael Pena from Ant-Man, Tysa Farmiga from The Nun, Andy Garcia from Ocean's Eleven, Lawrence Fishburne from The Matrix, Diane Weist from The Birdcage, and Clifton Collins Jr. from Westworld. You know what? This movie's going to be good. This is going to be a great movie. This is going to be a, an Oscar-worthy movie. This is going to be a movie that makes people talk about Clint Eastwood again. Because you know what? I trust Clint Eastwood. I trust him as a filmmaker. He does good work. We know this. The question is, is this a film you want to watch in theaters? And for those of you who've listened to the show before, for those of you who I consider my future friends that have been listening for a while, you know I say this a lot. And there's a good reason. Because I, I do think movies like this are worth a watch in theaters. Uh, even though they don't do anything spectacular that needs a big screen, I do still think that good movies are worth a watch in theaters. My wife and I saw A Star is Born in theaters. It was really good. I'm glad we saw it. Though it would been just as good at home too. And so that's why I say things like this when it comes to movies like The Mule, movies like A Star is Born. I am glad I saw that in theaters. I would not change that. If I see The Mule in theaters, I'm probably going to be glad I saw it too. But if I don't catch it in theaters and I watch it at home, I will not regret not catching it in theaters because it's going to be just as good on my TV as it will be on a big screen. 
Anne actually just brought up a good point that the that for a Star is Born, the theater helped the music aspect. And it did sound great on those huge speakers. So maybe instead of Star is Born as an example, let's replace that with a movie uh, I just rewatched again. She watched for the first time, A King's Speech. That is one of my all-time favorites. It is a an amazing movie. It deserves all the awards and it got and more. But I watched it with Anne in our home a couple, like last week. And it was just as good as watching it in the theaters. So that's why when it comes to movies like this versus the movie that's my pick of the week, you have to ask yourself, what are you in the mood for? Because that's going to play a big role in it. Are you in the mood for a very dramatic and deep, well-acted, well-written movie? Or are you in the mood for something lighter, something more exciting? And that's a question you have to ask yourself because The Mule, I'm positive it's going to be a great film. I know I'm going to love it. And I know you're going to love it unless you have a terrible taste in movies. And in which case, I'm sorry, you're not going to like it. But Clint Eastwood is just very reliable. His earlier stuff, like his spaghetti westerns, maybe not all of those were great. But now, in his later in his life, he is amazing. The Mule gets a 10 out of 11. And ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the pick of the week. Let me just take another sip of my beer. I'm having one I've never had before uh, called Don, Don de Dieu. I think I'm saying it terribly incorrectly but it's french for a gift of god and it really tastes like it is this is from unibro i think that's how you say it brewery from chambly quebec you some of you may be familiar with one of their other beers which is la fin du monde which is one of my favorites Uh, this one is great i highly recommend it i'm getting pretty toasty just off one bottle it's nice though it is like a nine percent beer with a 750 mil bottle but still getting toasty is nice anyway ladies and gentlemen it is time for the pick of the week so if you know it is say it with me this week's pick of the week is spider-man into the spider-verse Miles Morales becomes the Spider-Man of his reality and crosses paths with his counterparts from other dimensions to stop a threat to reality. This features the voices of Shamik Moore, Jake Johnson, Haley Steinfeld, Mershala Ali, Brian Tyree Henry, Lily Tomlin, Zoe Kravitz, John Mulaney, Nicolas Cage, Katherine Hahn, Liev Schreiber, and Chris Pine. Yes, this is it. This is the animated Spider-Man movie that has been looking Oh, so good. I I cannot wait. All of the early reviews from critics and real honest-to-God human beings have been loving it. Some have been going as far to call it the best comic book movie ever, which we'll see, but it looks pretty damn good. And I truly don't think there's a better way to tackle the complication of the Spider-Verse than an animated movie. It makes it easier and it looks great. I, I love the fact that depending on what universe you're from, your animation style differs. Like the anime Spider-Man, Spider-Ham, they, they look different. Whereas Miles Morales, Peter Parker, and Gwen Stacy all look the same. Because the Spider-Verse has been a thing for, for a while now. But when the first Spider-Verse story arc hit, it was this big complicated mess that i thought was really good but was is also complicated and i think they're handling it really well in this movie they're not doing it the same way because there's a lot of characters missing if they're going to do the 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 first spider-verse story arc i think they're creating their own and i think this is a great way to do it we finally get to see miles morales miles morales as spider-man like i i believe miles morales deserves his own movie live action movie i think that would be great but this is a great first outing because miles morales the character was in the spider-man ps4 video game but he but that movie or that game still focused on peter parker 
Miles Morales was in Spider-Man Homecoming, though just for like a scene. So there's there's been hints for a while that uh, that Marvel knows that people want to see Miles Morales. And this is the big first outing. And I think if this does well enough that they'll maybe think about doing Ultimate Spider-Man which I, I really hope they do. But anyway, this just looks really good. It looks entertaining. It looks well animated because that's something that's really, really important is the animation. And, and obviously with an animated movie, the animation is important, but I, I was watching the trailer for a BBC series coming out next year called Watership Down based on the popular book. And it looks terrible. And here's the thing, Watership Down is a good story. It's a much beloved story. It's a it's a book that's been around a while and it's considered a masterpiece by some, but the animation looks so shitty that I don't think this is going to be any good. I will still give it a try, but I'm not going to hold my breath because I think the animation is going to be so bad it's going to be distracting. Whereas this movie looks really really good, really crisp, really clean. I've been hyped about this movie since uh, since they they even first mentioned it. When the first trailer came out, I was pumped. I thought it looked great. Each trailer from then on looked amazing, and I'm really pumped because of the great reviews that have been coming out from everyone. I think this is going to be a great movie. I think this is a movie that's going to be worth seeing in theaters so you can see the full majesty of everything. I think this is going to be amazing. Though it is an easy decision. If you're not a Spider-Man fan, then maybe the Mule or Mortal Engines or Once Upon a Deadpool is your pick. If you're not a fan of animated films, I'm sorry that you're so wrong, but maybe one of the other movies is your pick. That's what's good about movies like this is that you know, you know if it's your thing or not. I can say whatever the f*** I want, but if you're not a fan of animated films, if you have this tiny Grinch-like heart, then there's nothing I could say that would make it make it sound good to you. But if you are a reasonable person, if you have a heart that's not three sizes too small, then you know this is the movie you should see because it looks amazing. And I'm going to say it, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse gets an 11 out of 11. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let us hear a word from our friends at the Watch Your Mouth podcast before we get into the question of the week and I send you along your way. So here we go. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy fucking language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, the f*** did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that, a jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at wympodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. And we're back. I actually didn't get any answers for the last question of the week. And I'm not surprised. I didn't remind anyone and I was gone for so long. So I'm just going to re-ask the question and then next week we'll have a different question. And uh, maybe sometime this week I'll post reminders on the Twitters and the Instagrams. So here we go. The last time Future Flicks was on the air... Stan Lee had just passed away. So my question of the week, and it still kind of fits because 
Spider-Man is a Marvel property. What is your favorite Stan Lee cameo? So let me get into the closing housekeeping. I'll also tell you how to answer that question of the week. So you know what? You can find me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast app, as well as the Somewhat Nerdy website. That's somewhatnerdy.com. I'd really appreciate it if you take a few minutes out of your day to give the podcast a rating. I would love five stars, please. And then tell me what you think. Leave a comment. Tell me what I'm doing right. Tell me what you think I need to improve on. Or tell me if I missed something. Maybe not in the comments. Maybe, you know, tell me that somewhere else. And how do you reach me? How do you answer the question of the week? How do you just ask me a random ass question? How do you just say hi? Well, you can leave a comment on the Somewhat Nerdy website or Facebook page. Leave a comment on SoundCloud. You can hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at BilliamSWN. You can email me at BilliamReviews at gmail.com. Be sure to check out the Somewhat Nerdy Radio and Nerds of Squared Circle podcasts, also on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast, great friends of the show, true friends. And sometime next year, I hope my wife and I could take a trip to New Orleans and I'll be on all those shows again and I can show her the beauty of the beignet and how that's all you really need to eat when you visit. You don't need food. You don't need, you don't need other foods, just coffee and beignets. That's all you need. Anyway, don't forget to check out the Somewhat Nerdy website for all of my latest blogs and all of our latest blogs news. And finally, my dear friends, my dear, dear listeners, my future fans, please remember that no matter where life takes you, no matter what your week has in store, just take some time to catch a flick. I'm Billion from Somewhat Nerdy signing off, and I'll see you in the future. <laughs>